Welcome to Watching The Witcher, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for The Witcher on Netflix. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 1, Episodes 3 and 4, so 103 and 104 of Season 1, the next two episodes in our marathon that we're doing today. Uh, of course, the podcast for Episodes 1 and 2 is already out, so um, yeah, go and listen to that if you haven't caught it yet or whatnot. Um yeah, I've had an interesting little uh, little sort of switcheroo with my um my uh um what's it op- opinions on uh, two different storylines. Uh the Yennefer uh stuff in in this, in these two episodes really kind of came around and obviously I'd kind of hinted that um not hinted as I knew, hinted as like okay, something that they could change. Uh, as to okay this Yennefer stuff was really really slow in first two episodes and I wondered where it was kind of going and what she was going to do well we've got our answer and I'm pretty happy with um, very 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 happy with what that has led to Uh, but it still did take a little bit of time to get there I suppose but uh, yeah we're there now with it and uh, yeah that's more of the Yennefer that I'm familiar with so uh, I guess she had to have her um, recreation rebirth re whatever you want to call it she had to, she had to have a, a a bit of a change didn't she a bit, bit of a violent and sort of bloody change but uh, a change nonetheless and um yeah the whole portal powers thing the whole slowdown thing um i think i remember her doing the portal in a game in in the game in a few different sort of um uh, little scenes and whatnot uh which was quite cool to see here again you know seeing the this world come to life in live action form uh is something i've been very very looking very very much looking forward to and very excited for and uh, that was another cool kind of element of that uh speaking of seeing things go into live action versions episode three the big fight scene with the daughter whatever uh she, she was uh the ghoul type thing i can't remember the name of the monster but the one that's got the nails the one that was throwing Geralt around and was being thrown around all, all over the place thought that was brilliant uh, I kind of thought like, okay, well, because you start to hear it kind of screaming and whatnot, and obviously it tears that guy to pieces, um, and everything. Uh, I I kind of liked the little, not jump scare, I wouldn't, wouldn't really call it jump scare, but the the monsters you can kind of see the uh, the head comes around, then it then it goes away for a second, and it comes back down and kind of rips him apart and whatever. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, I was kind of thinking like, okay, am I going to recognise this monster? Um, and and I I think I did. I'm pretty sure those are the. That's not in the game. They don't like jump around at you or whatever. They um did they did these little like claw attacks and you had to dodge out the way or parry, or whatever you could do. Speaking of combat, uh, finally got a, we got a little a little hint of it in the first episode. I think maybe the second episode, um, of one of Geralt's signs. Now they're not called like force powers. They're not called power powers. They're actually called signs. Um, I can only remember the one name of one, which is uh, Igni, which is actually Geralt's ability to do fire. Um, in in uh, in one of his powers, one of his signs. I think he's got five different ones. Um, two of which we saw used in episode three. Uh, one is the, the the one that I just hinted at with the um, the little kind of force push type of thing. Uh, that's what you could like a telekinesis force type force type of push. Uh, of course, I'm talking about force from Star Wars. Whatever, what else would I be talking about? Um, yeah, you got a little hint of it when he was beating up those bandits in Episode One, or slicing them to pieces. He wasn't beating them up, was he? He was slicing them to pieces. Uh, you saw some of it, and then um, what's it? He used it like twice in the third episode one where he's like slams the ground down to like fall through it or whatever i'm pretty sure he's used the same sign in that piece uh that little scene 
Um, but there's the other bit where I think the monster jumps towards him and then he kind of flips it round or whatever um, and uh, pushes it really far away. I thought that was brilliant. And again, that's another example of seeing something unfamiliar within The Witcher. Uh, but seeing it kind of come to life, and that was really, really good. Uh, Henry Cavill is still amazing as Geralt. Um, speaking of Geralt himself, I'm slightly confused by... I, I don't know about you guys that are, assume what, listen to this or, or and, and watching the show and whatnot. Um, I think Geralt's got a, a slight lack of screen time, like a very slight lack of screen time. Now, you do have um, Triss, who gets introduced in this episode. I was waiting for her, wasn't I? Uh, she was the one kind of main character. That I'd mentioned on the previous podcast. I hadn't hadn't arrived yet. Uh, played by Anna Schaefer. Who I've seen before. Um, yeah she's great as Triss. She's not quite. She, she's sort of the Triss that I remember. But obviously she looks a little bit different. Which that's fine. That's completely fine. Um, it's it's more of the characters. You know personality that matters. As opposed, as opposed to their appearance. So uh, yes looks a little bit different. In the game she had red hair. Uh, but again that that's not too relevant. I'm just kind of comparing what I'm seeing here. As opposed to what I've seen previously. Um, but yeah she was great. I thought she did a great job. And I liked their little uh, quest adventure together. I thought that was pretty fun. Um, other stuff from episode 3. It, I'm kind of reminded of like. When Geralt is doing certain. I'll just say quests. Right when he's when he's taking out certain monsters. or Or he's negotiating with someone. Or when he's talking to someone. Some of those scenes are pretty slow, but I remember uh, also in the game as well, uh, some of those scenes were pretty slow then. I'd kind of just forgotten about the pacing of that a little bit. But uh, yeah, that's something to get used to a little bit more. Just it, there's you know, things for him to sort out uh, in terms of dealing with monsters and dealing with people. And uh, what he will and won't get involved with, there's a bit of a fine line there, isn't there? Um, and that's interesting to see as well in, in this show. So um, I'm enjoying seeing that. Uh, episode 3, I don't know. Obviously the big highlight for me is the big kind of fight scene and the introduction of um, Triss. And the I guess the last bit of um, Yennefer's pre-transformation storyline so uh that was kind of interesting as well but uh yeah episode four obviously we get uh, a lot more of yennefer showing off her powers with the portals and with the slowdown and whatnot uh unfortunately the baby died and that woman died i don't know if the show was trying to tell me to root for that woman the the one who's uh, failed to uh birth a son for, for the air the hair the air i think it's called um it's not actually spelled a-i-r but it's air like h e I are like an, an heir to the throne uh, kind of thing uh, obviously she's failed to do that and then she offers the female child which isn't going to work because you need a male heir to the throne uh, or to, to whatever um, thought her death was surprising but still a little bit shocking but I wasn't sure if the show was trying to tell me to root for her to survive but she was going down like Okay, she was telling the Yennefer she was useless and Yennefer was getting annoyed at that. And uh, that was all quite interesting. I think this assassin guy himself is uh, is pretty cool. A uh, uh, little mistake that I made with episode 2. I remember saying about... Um, uh, his name comes up a lot in, this, in these two episodes, but I can't remember it. The, the guy, the one guy who survived from the attack on the series home from, from obviously the Nilfgaard soldiers. He did survive, of course. Um, but I'm, I remember saying, like, okay, he kind of walked off. And we didn't really see him, but he's in obviously a, a chunk of this episode, these two episodes. So, uh, yeah, interesting stuff there with how they're kind of playing with time slightly. Because you see, obviously, he's at this big thing with um, is it Bard, Baird, uh, and and Geralt, um, and he shows up there, and obviously they have this big thing with um, 
this cursed knight and everything uh showing up um and obviously the the uh uh the, the guy who was protecting Siri was there of course and then later on they show the scene where he's kind of been captured and then they show obviously them cutting off a piece of um their uh of uh, Siri's grandmother's it was grandmother wasn't it a part of her arm and all that weird stuff that's going on there thought that was interesting um but uh yeah i've kind of switched around on oh yeah i haven't kind of explained what i've switched around on have i uh i like the end of the storyline a lot lot more of course now probably because obviously she's had her transformation and she's actually doing some more interesting things uh in uh, at least in episode four as opposed to episode three obviously with the whole portal fight kind of thing and seeing her power finally come to light um some my negativity has kind of changed from that to series uh plot line i'm not really interested or i'm interested to see what's obviously what's going to happen as a character she's one of the to me main four characters Geralt, yennefer triss and siri um but uh yeah i did this whole forest thing with this guy and he doesn't know who she is and this whole drinking from the tree and I, none of that really worked for me at all um so i was kind of waiting for that to be concluded obviously she sees this tree at the end of the episode we don't really know um what that means next i mean if you've read the book that you, you, you might know but yeah it's it's not a pacing issue for me it's just an actual interest in what's going on and obviously she gets pulled towards this forest doesn't she completely ignores is it dan's his name begins with d whatever the, the guy who's following her or who's with her um there's still surprisingly very very little connection between Geralt looking for her and her well looking for him I know obviously in this episode she gets a bit more um hypnotized I suppose you could say well not hypnotized but a bit more um distracted by certain I don't know spiritual things because uh, like what I mean by that is the way that she was kind of guided to the forest with all these whispers and and that sort of thing um we'll see how all that goes so yeah, uh, I'm I'm still enjoying the show quite a lot. I still think that the I uh, said combat again. The action scenes are really really good with um, with Geralt and of course the ones that happened with Yennefer. I really really enjoyed as well. Um, and yeah, obviously we get the the part in the from the trailer where um, what's it? He's doing those kind of spinning uh, sword attacks with in that uh, that palace sort of thing. So. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. 
so yeah, I've enjoyed the, these four episodes so far, and uh, yeah, we're actually halfway through already. Who would have thought? Uh, we've got four episodes left, obviously two podcasts to go. Um, it's fairly early in the day. It's current at this current point, just for a bit of time ref- reference, I suppose. Uh, it's currently three o'clock. So uh, yeah, I will at least watch two more episodes. And then do a podcast on that, and then probably, I mean, I'm going to go through, not through the night, like the morning or whatever, I'm not that, I'm not that stupid, uh, but through the, I suppose, if, if you're British, evening is what we call it, uh, I'm still going to watch the episodes through that, because, I mean, what else do I want to do today, <laughs> kind of thing, uh, I mean, there's other things I could do, but obviously my uh, interest and, and, and stuff for today is to do as much of this as possible, so yeah, I'm going to be watching them through the PMs, I suppose you call them, uh, and obviously, um, yeah, go from now, obviously, so, um, yeah, we'll see how things go. I'm really, really enjoying the episodes, and um, th- there's still some slow to- storytelling. But uh, to be honest, when you have a world like this that's so rich in fantasy and whatnot, there is a lot of lore, isn't there? There's a lot of potions. There's a lot of blood ritual type of things going on. There's a lot of tree things. There's just a lot of different things happening to do with the actual lore of the world, as opposed to just the okay, this character is doing this next, and this character is in this action scene next. There's still a lot of lore and uh, deals and negotiations and stuff. So there is a lot of dialogue, but, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm still enjoying the show quite a bit. So we'll see where things go, of course, and I'll be back for episodes, what's next, five and six, yes. And then, of course, we just have two more left. So, yeah, um, not feeling overwhelmed really at all. I'm enjoying the show, and then I'll just come here and do the podcast, and uh, we'll see how far I get today. I might be able to finish the show. I think I might be able to. Uh, just depends how long, because I've got past the longest episode, which is the th- uh third episode is like an hour and ten minutes one of these episodes is actually a lot lot shorter so i'm not trying to rush through it i'm just talking in terms of how long these this this is all going to take me today so uh all right let's both get back to our binges uh and whatnot for episodes five and six uh please stop obviously episode six and then join me for the next podcast of course if you've got any thoughts feelings questions comments about the witcher uh i can only answer them of course on what i know from what the show's shown me and from what the uh, from what I know from the games, which again I know it's not based off the games, it's based off the books, but same property, basically same characters, some things are visually the same, uh, and we'll see what other. Um, I wonder if he'll use any of his any of his other signs. Um, oh, by the way, the other sign that I forgot to mention was. Um, do you remember when that creature thing goes to like escape through the door, and there's that blue kind of gate thing? There's a sign in the game again. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it's it's uh, used a bit differently in the game where um, it's kind of the same thing, but it's used slightly differently. You can't really put it on doors and stuff, but as opposed to fit this scene, it kind of works for that. Um, you would you would be able to put this sort of like, from what I remember, this circle sort of thing on the floor, and it would like slow down enemies to a degree, uh, and then obviously you could go in and do. Uh, more damage because the enemies will be slower and whatnot. So uh, very very cool to see that again as well. So yeah, two signs that we've seen so far. We'll see if we get any of the others. Um, actually, we've seen three, haven't we? Because there was the one where um, in episode one or two where Geralt uh, used the uh, what's it called? It's like a um, you try and control someone's mind kind of thing. You remember when he lifted his left hand up? I can't remember how what, what hand it was. He lifted his kind of left hand up, and there was that purple kind of thing. Very very briefly, kind of came out from his hand. And that woman, uh, whose name I've forgotten from the first ep- first episode, the one that he accidentally killed, uh, or she kind of accidentally killed herself, whatever. Um, yeah, and then she said, "Oh, magic doesn't work on me." So that's the third sign that we've seen. So the other two are the fire, and the other one. 
I can't remember what the other one is. There's five of them, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, we'll see what uh, what they show us in uh, in the coming episodes. I'm going to get back to the um, watching the episodes and obviously editing and uploading this podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. And of course, you can find all the content on entertainmenttalk.org. I'll see you in a couple of hours for episodes five and six. See you in, see you in a bit.